So people are not moving because there's nothing else available. There's nothing for them to go. And so it's creating huge pressure on, and the rents are actually going up, which is crazy steadily and people have nowhere to move to. So you're getting your rent paid faster and it's creating a really good environment for landlords, I believe for, for decades to come. Welcome to the Right Club Podcast, where the focus is on helping you, the real estate investor, advance to the next level. And now let's join this week's hosts and share ways for you to customize your life. Hey, Danielle, how are you doing this evening? I am doing fine, and we're going to be talking about Detroit. Absolutely. We've got James Lloyd and Wojtek Mardula from U.S. Properties, a Canadian-based company that has developed their company for investors wishing to invest in not just anywhere across the U.S., but in Detroit. Yes, that Detroit. That would be the Detroit that declared bankruptcy not too many years ago and has literally buckled down and had seen a creative and driven resurgence that is just a phenomenal, phenomenal thing to see and experience. The creativity is awesome. I'm Catherine Nelson Riley. I'm the operations manager for the Right Club. I'm here with one of the co-founders, Danielle St. Jean, and looking forward to, to this interview tonight. Yeah, and it's going to be different investing in Detroit that I'm used to because in August, I will now have a driver's license for 50 years. I have bought about 23 or 24 cars in those 50 years, and all of them were from Chrysler, Chevrolet, GM, or Ford. So I have been investing in Detroit all my life, but this is going to be a different type of investing in Detroit. Oh, that's awesome. And with that, let's get to, let's get to the podcast. Let's do it. Absolutely. And we're going to be getting to them in just a moment. But I just want to remind our listeners, don't forget to go on on to your favorite listening podcast listening sites. Don't forget to give us a rating. Also, don't forget to head on over to the rightclub.com where you're going to find all of our podcasts, you're going to find all of your resources, our events, networking, your power team, anything that you are going to need to be successful and to grow for those in the business of real estate investing. And with that, Welcome, Boytech and James. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here as always. There's so many questions that we have, especially like we've got the Canadian market, we've got the US market, things have been up and down and all over the place as we've been dealing with COVID. So interest rates have been going up in Canada and the US. And how has this affected real estate? It's been, Detroit is an interesting market because it's been, it's been one of the last ones to recover from the great recession, the crash in 2007 and eight. And there's been a number of markets in the Northeast that have been behind a lot of the U.S. massive real estate growth, but they have been increasing in the background. And so what we've noticed is that COVID was amazingly kind to real estate. It was so devastating to so many families and so many other industries, but pretty much globally, there's been a massive increase in pricing and growth in real estate. And interest rates 
despite the fact that what we found is that the premium properties in the U.S. market, when you get into places like California or New York, where there are homes for three, four, five million dollars, those markets are affected in the same way that, let's say, the Toronto market or the Vancouver market has been affected as of late, where we've noticed less sales, there's more inventory and the prices have come down. In markets like Detroit, where you're dealing with $120,000, $150,000 properties that already have a lot of cash flow associated with them, when you have a $150,000 property that is generating $1,500 in cash flow, even though the interest rates may go up 1% or 1.5%, it's not a significant amount that it would deter investors and people from buying a property. Because at the end of the day, with that volume of a mortgage, it's only $100 or $150 per month that it translates into, which most people can afford. So what we've seen, and we were a little surprised by this, is an ultra hot spring market that's been, we're getting record setting appraisals. We honestly have not noticed any slowdown whatsoever in the Detroit market, which we're surprised by it. And maybe down the road that will change. But at the moment, we're seeing an amazing increasing growing market, just like it has been for the last five years. Wow. One of the things that both of you are lifelong entrepreneurs. Which is so cool. So when you came together and how long have you had U.S. It's been six years now. Six years. So what I love about U.S. properties is that you have the entire kit and caboodle and package for anybody who wants to invest. Like you have the knowledge for Canadians investing in the U.S. market. So you have people who are versed on your team. You've got the realtors. You've got the lawyers. You've got the accountants to be able to help with all the tax and the financing and so on and so forth. It's just, uh, to me, it's turnkey. And you've got property management, correct? That's right. Everything you just said is really accurate. I think it's what defines us as a company is the fact we're a full turnkey operator. Everything an investor would need to go from contemplating an investment like this in the American Detroit market to actually being a cash flowing landlord and everything in between, like property acquisition, construction, can you set up correctly with our U.S. attorney for taxation, and liability reasons and like the uh, connections with the lenders again your US bank account we have all of that in house right so we pass all of that on as a service as an amenities to our clients so it really is a full turkey operation that's really where i focus on a daily basis is just taking our clients as they approach us introducing them to the market showing the potential properties and then taking them step by step like through that turnkey system until they're all set up and ready to acquire properties yeah so we have all that and it's I must say, it's been a learning curve for us as well. And as we've grown and as we've gained experience, the system's gotten better and better. And I think we're operating at a a really well-oiled machine pace at the moment. So it's going really well. We're going to take a quick break from the show. Hey, Right Club Nation. We want to take a quick break from the podcast to introduce you to a longtime supporter of the Right Club and many members of the Right Club Nation, Mr. Dylan Suter of Elevation Realty. Dylan, take it away. Thank you so much for this opportunity. We as Elevation Realty are the sponsor for the real estate slot at the Wright Club and we have been attending since the second Wright Club. We are an investment focused, high volume real estate team serving the Golden Horseshoe from Oakville down to Niagara. If you are looking to increase your cash flows or you wanna find an incredible opportunity, we deal with builders, we deal with off-market opportunities as well as we are very creative and negotiate the best deal for even on-market opportunities. We've helped a number of clients with the Right Club find flips, single family rentals, duplex conversions, three and four unit renovations, all the way up to large residential buildings with high cash flow. 
a little bit about myself. If you haven't heard, personally, I've scaled over 300 doors in the last two years, which has given me a ton of experience in, in analyzing all the deals that may come across my desk for you. So if you're interested in learning more, please reach out to us at 905-592-4220, or you can email us at admin at elevationrealty.ca. That is admin at E-L-E-V-A-T-I-O-N, realty.ca. And let's sit down and create your investment dream portfolio. Guys, and I have to say, I stand behind Elevation and Dylan. They found me. My last few properties have done an amazing job. 100% recommend them. So thank you for all your hard work. Now, back to the podcast. And now, back to the show. And we know that because we have a number of our Right Club community who invest with you. And not just investing in one property, but I actually was speaking to one of our members and I think she was just closing the deal on her fifth property, if I'm remembering correctly. So that that was pretty cool. And uh, her fifth property with you. But so many Canadian clients have seen property values decrease in normally red hot markets like Toronto and the same in Detroit. In- They've actually, we have not seen it. We have been getting, lots of our clients are getting properties appraised right now. They're refinancing. We're, we haven't seen any situations where we had an area that was very hot and now it's come down 10 or 15%. We've either seen same numbers that we saw three or four months ago, or we've seen higher numbers. We feel that because the market is, we feel like a lot of room to grow. The mayor of Detroit came out a few months ago during a press conference, and he stated that he feels that Detroit is in the third inning if it were a baseball game. And, and so these the properties that we're offering are for $150,000, we have adjacent neighborhoods that are selling for three hundred, five hundred, right. six hundred thousand dollars that are very similar homes. And it's just a matter of time. And they're already radiating away from those neighborhoods. So we feel like it's just a matter of time before they hit those higher values. And because we're buying in better neighborhoods in B, B plus neighborhoods, the values are insulated more than some U.S. investors go into purchasing very small bungalows and C neighborhoods because they're cheaper. And it's and we've actually actually have been down that road and made some of those mistakes and we've seen that those values don't appreciate as much and so what we've really done is duplicated what we did in our personal portfolio and offered that to our client it's just so they can have maximum potential at appreciation but also enjoy the cash flow which is mostly not available in Canada. so you're really getting the best of both worlds and because those neighborhoods are better bb plus neighborhoods they're more insulated against dip because of value and because of neighborhood quality because you have a lot of homeowners in those areas and those homeowners are not going to be exiting because the interest rates went up because chances are they have a fixed rate and nothing's really changed for them right or they're not all of a sudden going to be they don't have the opportunity to move anywhere else i think one of the big reasons that's worth mentioning is that there is a massive housing shortage in Detroit and in Michigan right now. It's extremely tight. We have units coming up for rental and they're renting out in yeah, two, three quickly. days now. This is, wow. we've never seen anything like this. And this is to government tenants where the government is paying the rent. And we've not seen anything like that during COVID because everything was delayed and slow during COVID. Yes. People were getting so much financial assistance and that they were just staying home and spending money at Home Depot and at Bed and Bath and beyond 
beyond and just enjoying life and, and which has created inflation. But what's happened now is that this market is tightened for housing. So people are not moving because there's nothing else available. There's nothing for them to go. Wow. And so it's creating huge pressure on, and the rents are actually going up, which is crazy steadily and people have nowhere to move to. So you're getting your rent paid faster and it's creating a really good environment for landlords, I believe, for, for decades to come. And the resurgence, I'm feeling that because of the resurgence that Detroit has seen, it's just unbelievable over the last even 10 years, what has happened and how they have reinvented themselves and the creativity that's gone in with it and the type of businesses and people that are moving in. I have a funny feeling that some of your neighborhoods that would have been possibly considered a C neighborhood a few years ago because of those people within those neighborhoods that are doing the renovations and are upgrading and the infrastructure that's coming in, that they've now become maybe a B minus or a B neighborhood, if not higher. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We really have a a really strong team and a huge amount of experience on the neighborhoods of Detroit. We really curate like the back of our hands. So there's a core group of around, I would say, 10 neighborhoods where we've traditionally been buying over the course of the last five years. But as you said, as time passes, you see it, you see it going out, like the radius going out and the neighborhoods developing where when we first started, it was really Northwest Detroit. The areas like Bagley and Fitzgerald were really where the first areas to turn where it was really popular. Now there's some movement going towards the east side some of the areas like Jefferson Chalmers, and you hear a lot about the East English Village everywhere in Detroit and closer to Gross Point. So look, we know it. And as Wojtek was saying in his last point, I think the real value there lies in the fact that we're only operating in these better class neighborhoods where it's really acted as a hedge against anything uncertainty. It really protects the values of the homes. And in those areas where we operate, it's just remained really hot. Nice, nice. So I've got a question for you, financing, because it is different in the U.S. than it is in Canada and what it is that you're able to do. So what are the pros and cons of purchase financing versus cash purchase followed by refinance? So I think that many investors that come in that are purchasing from Canada, because we have had access to inexpensive capital in Canada, a lot of investors have chosen to take that capital and purchase a property with us and then subsequently refinance in six months because a lot of lenders require a six-month seasoning period in order for you to refi. And we've had so many success stories of people that have bought. And because the market's been so hot, You know, what we've been lucky enough to do that we've been able to offer some clients some equity in deals right away. So perhaps they would buy a property from us for 130,000, but the property was worth 150. And so right away they had that $20,000 in equity right off the bat. And then six months later, if the market is doing, let's say 10% or 15%, that's another maybe seven and a half thousand in equity just from appreciation from that 150. So by the time they go to refi, they're looking at $157,000 value for something that they paid 134. So they're thrilled, right? Because now they're getting 70% of 157 back. So they're going to end up with most of the money back that they've put in. And it's the classic Burr strategy that most real estate investors know. And it's the best, the worst kept secret in real estate, but it's terrific. It's, it's, it's how you can build a massive portfolio and with not that much money or just a little bit money up front. And so a lot of our clients have utilized that strategy and the advantage of buying with cash that way and then refining later is that we find that sometimes lenders, when you go to refinance six months later, 
either stabilized property, a tenanted property, et cetera, et cetera. There's value in that. There was additional work put in potentially, and there is a tenant and it's stabilized. And they tend to give them higher values when you refinance. Strangely enough, this is what we've seen a lot in Detroit, okay? The appraiser will give it a higher value. When you go to purchase financing, it's great because you get to leverage right off the bat, right? So you, if you have $50,000 US, you can start. And if that's all you have, then you have limited options. And I encourage so many people that are starting with us or investing in real estate, walk before you run. Don't invest all of your life savings into a single property and then be very tight for cash. Have extra. And But if you're all you have is, let's say, $60,000 and you want to take 50000 of that and leverage it into a property, we're able to do that now. We have some great lenders that really specialize in Canadians who are looking to acquire in the U.S. market. They really, that's their niche. And the fees are low. The interest rates are still relatively low. They're very automated. The process is fast. It's easy. It's efficient. We're just really thrilled with the relationship and we continue to work together. And that's one of the benefits, I think, of working with us is that we have access to financing and to lending, which a person, it, it, it's not easy to find or instinctive. It took us two years to find our first lenders that are willing to work with Canadians in Detroit. And I think one of the keys is was us having a property management company that can manage the asset to ensure that that mortgage gets paid at the end of the month. We're going to take a quick break from the show. Today's podcast is brought to you by LegalSecondSuites.com. Ken Beckendam is an amazing real estate investor. He understands the process of the conversion inside and out. And he has built one of the largest by volume design build firms in the GTA that specializes in legal multifamily conversions, anywhere from two to 15 units. And he's been involved in either the designer or the contractor in well over 250 conversion projects, which resulted in over 600 legal dwelling units. That is a lot of legal dwelling units. And Ken and his team at Legal Second Suites, they cover everywhere from Halton, Niagara, Haldeman, Norfolk, Brant, Hamilton, London, Tri-Cities, Barrie, York, and anything in between. He's one of the few firms that can complete the entire process for you from design to construction to property management. So it's truly a one-stop shop. So reach out to Ken at LegalSecondSuites.com. Again, it is LegalSecondSuites.com. And now back to the show. And now back to the show. So there's it's a big it. advantage of the U.S. lenders versus the Canadian lenders. I was just going to echo what Wojtek said, that it's taken us a long time to get where we are with it. It's opened up. While mm-hmm. it is more attainable now to get purchase financing, it can still be advantageous to buy with the Canadian funds, like Wojtek was saying, because we are seeing, I deal with this a lot on a weekly basis of appraisals, and we're getting some really good appraisals for the stabilized homes after six months. So there are, clients are enjoying larger equity lifts and the ability to scale and recycle those funds over and over again. So it's quite powerful, but yeah, so look, whatever our clients want to do, we have those options available and it's all here waiting if anybody wants to get started. And just one thing I wanted to add, Catherine, is I think one of the big benefits of U.S. lending is that they don't consider personal income in the way that Canadian banks do as a factor upon which you can exercise your mortgage. So I I can literally, if I have the down payments, I can literally open a hundred mortgages at one time on a hundred different homes. 
And so you can really scale and you can have such benefits. In Canada, I find that eventually the banks say, oh, you have seven or 10 properties. It doesn't matter what you make or what you have. There's no more lending, right? So they're essentially determining what your scale is and what it's going to be, which is hard to deal with for entrepreneurs, right? Because people who are in real estate, they always want to buy more before people who they get into real estate. They're not investing a lot in the stock market anymore. They just want more real estate because we all know that it is the best vehicle for long-term financial wealth. There's, I can't think of anything better than real estate. There's so many ways to make money from it. And it's a long-term asset that you can pass on to your children. And, and in the US, the amazing part about it is that no one is telling you that you need to stop right now if you want to. You can grow as much as wherever you want to set your ceiling, whatever you want to set your goal, you can achieve it. I want to make sure that people who are listening to this podcast, the company name is U.S. Properties, but you guys are a Canadian company, aren't you? Yes, we are. Our website is usproperties.ca because we are based in Canada. And we, we started the company, my wife and I started the company six years ago because we were investors, just as many of you are on this podcast. And, and we were curious about investing in the U.S., but didn't have the right tools and we felt that every, all the information that was available online was very inconsistent. And there were different opinions flying around about so many different topics from companies to taxation and to absolutely everything. And which is why we did a year's worth of read to try and get the information and really get the right information to Canadians looking to invest. We're based here. We're available to meet, to really help anyone who's interested in taking the journey south of the border with their real estate investments. And I wanted to make sure that people know that because it, there's a difference between dealing For with sure. an American company drawing Canadians into the U.S. versus a Canadian company helping people invest in the U.S. So, Catherine, take it over. Yeah. And that's one of the important things, too, with U.S. properties is as we have had Voitek and James on many of our different events and our different segments. And the cool thing is because you have those experts that are part of the power team that are needed that are within within us properties to be able to cross the borders to make sure the taxation the rules the regulations yeah. and everything and the experts are there and what was really cool is on those segments that we had other of our partners and our sponsors that were with us that are in accounting and legal and everything else and every single one of them was backing up and agreeing with what you said. Yep, you're doing it the right way. Yes, that's exactly right. So it was really cool that even the sponsors within our community, they're all also supporting each other. Our community wants everybody to win. There's yeah. enough of the game, enough different strategies, enough different situations. Excellent. Those are great things to know and for our community. I know I'm going to actually pass the baton over to Danielle because I know that he's got some lightning round questions okay. that he would like to ask you gentlemen. This week's lightning round is brought to you by Butler Mortgages, Canada's number one mortgage brokerage three years in a row. If you need a great mortgage broker to help you with investing in real estate or to help you purchase your next home, reach out to Daniel Patton and Michael Zanzini from Butler Mortgages. You can do that by calling 905-569-8326 or toll free at one 888 and check out their website, butlermortgages.com or by email daniel.patton at butlermortgages.com or michael.zanzini at butlermortgages.com. And let's go to the lightning round. All right. 
So actually, you know what? I'm going to ask that question first from Wojtek and then from James here, because you're going to have different answers. What I want to know from you, what is the best business advice you've ever received from any source, book, coach, video, podcast, whatever that you can share with our listeners? That's a tough one. I've listened to so many different podcasts and read so many books on success. I think the best advice would be to write down your goals and be specific with goal setting and be bold with your goals, whether they're financial, spiritual, family, whatever that you want to accomplish in your life, write it down and you'll be very surprised how many of those goals you're able to achieve within a very short period of time. So translation here, find out what your why is and then go do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. What about you, James? I always remember my father, who always respected so much in business, pulling me aside when I was turning of age, about 21, and just really instilling in me that you get one chance in a lot of situations to make a first impression and to, to maintain a right. And just to always take the high road and work hard and that you'll be rewarded in the long run from doing that. It's really, it stayed with me and I know how much I respect him and his business reputation. I try to live up to that. So my take on that is build trust. Yes. Catherine likes to say people will do business with people they know and trust. Yeah. My record so far is on a weekend is raising $1.8 million. Before that, it was 1.5. And the only yeah. reason I do that is because people trust me. And so every single day that you are starting a new day in business, to me, it's what can I do today not to screw up the trust that people have in me? So any kind of situation that comes up, it always goes down to, okay, can't lose the trust here. So what am I going to do to get out of this situation? Or what am I going to do to create this win-win so people can keep the trust? Because the trust is everything. For sure. That's exactly Absolutely. it. There was a, a US senator a few years back who said he was in an election. I can't remember his name, but he said, if you have credibility... Nothing else matters. If you don't have credibility, nothing else matters. So I use that in one of my podcast, not po- podcasts, but posts. And I translated that to if you have trust, nothing else matters. But if you don't have the people's trust, nothing else matters. <laughs> and people trust you and we trust you. That's why we are doing what we're doing with you guys. Appreciate All right, Wojtek, what is the key attribute that has made you a successful business person? I think it comes down to to persevere and to keeping a positive attitude. I feel that as you go through business and through life, you're going to get stuff thrown at you and, and you can, the glass is always half empty or half full. And I always try to find the upside in anything that gets thrown at me and not to trivialize it and to learn from it, but don't let negative events affect you for long periods of time. I would say, I think if you can bounce back from negative things that will happen to you quickly, I think you can achieve anything that you want in life. All right. That's very powerful. And what about you, James? For me, it's, I have very regimented structure in my life and daily routine. Like I wake up early every day. I exercise in one way or the other, whether it's running or tennis, I write down my daily goals and then I take action and I do it every day. So, you know, when you live a way that is like that, where it's really structured, I go to bed for the most part at a certain time, surely I take time off and all that. But when it comes to my working time, I, it's pretty consistently the same. And I try to stay very even keeled and just do just that. I really write out the goals, what's going on in the morning, and I just get to it every day. 
All right. And you know what's funny? Because a lot of people will be listening to this and they won't be looking at the picture. But when I look at you, I see a uniform, a cap, and I see the guy, the guy that in the movies there, that when the new recruits come in the army, the one who takes them through the routines in the morning. I am so seeing you like that kind of guy who gets people to do stuff in the morning when they don't feel like doing it. <laughs> am I close? It's a great time. I love the mornings, right? It's a great time of day. You get up, it's a new day and well, my family's well and the business is good and I can really focus, get some exercise in and just to just concentrate on what needs to be done for the day. So it's, I love it. I wasn't so much thinking about the time of day. I was thinking about discipline. You look like a disciplined person who likes other people around you to be disciplined. It, was, it wasn't always that case. It wasn't always <laughs> the case, sure. But it's certainly, it's very predictable these days, for sure. <laughs> All right. So, Wojtek, if a genie could give you any talent that you don't currently have, what would you ask for? I think Roger Federer's backhand. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you a tennis fan? I am. I'm a big tennis fan. Love tennis. Are you good at it? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I've been playing for a long time. I've been, I should be better considering how long I've been playing, but I, I know how to play. <laughs> All right. Okay. What about you, James? So if a genie could offer me a, what, one wish, was it? What was the question? Yeah. One talent that you don't have that you can have instantly. I like to be better, a bit better with the math, with the numbers. I, I, I'm very good at communication skills and dealing with people. I'd like to be a little bit better with on the numbers side of things. I avoid tech doing that for me there, but I'm learning a lot. I'm not sure that's my one wish, but it's certainly what's come to mind right now. <laughs> all right. Okay. I have one more question for each of you. So Wojtek, of all the places you've visited in your life, where would you go back to instantly if I could wave a magic wand right now? To Val d'Isère in the French Alps. And what was it about it that, that blew your mind to the point where you want to go back? I, I love skiing. My, my father took me there when I was a teenager and it's a very impressionable place. It's just beautiful and culture and the food and French wine and just everything about it is incredible. It's, it's a really special place there in teen. It's one of the best resorts, skiing resorts in the world. Just so much to explore and it's a very special place. And didn't they have, wasn't there an Olympic that was held there in Val d'Isère? There was a World Cup. There was a World, World Cup, Cup and there was a, yeah, we actually, we skied the World Cup, uh, the piste uh, where they did the downhill. It's, it's very steep. <laughs> you really get right. going. And James, my question to you is of all the places you want to visit, where would you go right now if I could wave a magic wand and take you there? Well, I've got a young son who's just a, a, so enamored with animals and stuff. I'd love to be able to take him to maybe to Africa, to Kenya, Tanzania on safari at some point and just see some, some of the, the majestic African plains. So that means this is on your goal list or should be on your goal list that the other yeah. gentleman was referring to earlier. And that could be a really interesting, powerful why to be so successful yeah. that you can take your son on a safari for a month in Tanzania. That's it. I'd like to be a little bit older, but he's in his teens. I'd like to take him on something like that for sure. Okay, Catherine, I'm passing it over to you. Thank you, gentlemen. Awesome. I'm really excited about the resurgence in Detroit and the fact that you are offering Canadians the way that the market is to be able to be investing in an up and coming and a resurgence that's yeah. so close to the border and so close and you're all encompassing everything. And actually, I know we've talked about this before, but I'm just starting into my real estate investing career. And I know that we've talked and we will be talking because I will be investing with U.S. properties in Detroit and looking forward to it because I'm down there a lot. So I think it's an important thing to be able to do. So thank you so very much. 
for being able to provide an alternative for people in our community to consider. And where can our community reach out to we, connect with you? You can reach out through our website, usproperties.ca. There's a, an area in the website where you can fill out a submission. You can also reach out to me personally at James Lloyd, L-O-Y-D, at usproperties.ca. And we're here to help. Just reach out anytime. I'm very responsive and we get back to everybody. Absolutely do. Thank you so very much. It's been an awesome, awesome conversation. And we'll be seeing you in Detroit soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for Thanks, having guys. us. Bye. Right. Whoa, what fact and information filled podcast that was with James and Wojtek. Danielle, what was your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway was, first of all, the fact that Detroit is, you know, we hear what's happening in Florida, multiple offers over asking, but it was interesting to find out that's not quite the case in Detroit and people can invest in Detroit and cash flow, which of course, I don't know where you are, whoever's listening to this, where you're from, but if you're from anywhere in Southern Ontario or many parts of Alberta or BC or even Nova Scotia, Cash flow is something of the past in many cases, but apparently, not apparently, evidently, we can do cash flow now in Detroit. So uh, that to me was a revelation and, and very hopefully it's going to be a revelation also for many of our listeners. Absolutely. I think one of the things I really like, I, they're a six-year-old company, but what they've done is they did it themselves first, learned along the way took and developed a model in order to establish a a company that is all-encompassing, everything underneath the umbrella. They have the experts that know all about how to be able to be investing, as you say, out of Canada and investing out of Canada, but to be able to cross-border, know about the accounting, the taxes, the legal, everything that you need in order to, to cash flow and to have a business that is outside. And as well as giving us, that's what they gave us in this podcast was the pros and cons of purchase financing versus cash purchase followed by refinance. It's a different type of version of the Burr strategy that's very popular across Canada. The advantages of US lenders versus Canadian lenders and how do you do that? What do you put in place and how do you do it? So it was a really, it was an excellent podcast and I really learned a lot. I'm quite sure our community will too. And for our community, don't forget to rate us. So that that's always a great, great for us to know how it is that we're doing. Your input is super duper important. Please make sure that you also join us on our website, the www.therightclub.com, where you're going to find all kinds of resources and information, connections, networking, what you need to know, your partners, your team, get your questions answered and just reach out, ask questions in our community, not only online, but also on our social media, Facebook and Instagram. We invite you to not only come grow with us, but through real estate investing to customize your life. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening to the Right Club podcast, where the focus is on helping all levels of real estate investors advance to the next level and help you customize your life. Be sure to tune in next week at rightclub.com slash podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you get a few seconds, please rate the podcast wherever you're listening. It helps the show get noticed by others like you. And we truly appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe.